My name is Rick, the founder of Real People USA. And Real People USA does three things. We talk about small business and entrepreneurship. We also feature political candidates to help them boost their campaigns. And we talk about issues that are important to real people. So without further delay, I would like to welcome our guest today. His name is Philip Anderson, and he's out of Texas. Now I met, not met, but I, I, become, I became acquainted with Philip Anderson when he was on Twitter and his Twitter handle was King Free Speech. And I said, wow, that's a very interesting guy and pretty much carrying the torch. And then about a year ago, I met someone who knows him and has been to uh, events to talk about free speech all the way from the East Coast or Texas, all the way to San Francisco. So without further delay, I would like to welcome Philip Anderson to the Real People USA podcast. Hello, Philip. How are you doing? I'm doing great today, Rick. How about you? Man, I'm doing fantastic. And again, thank you for your time and thank you for the opportunity to to present you to my audience. And my audience is a combination of business owners and, and people who care about free speech. In fact, I have a Cuban-American uh, congressional candidate coming on next week that will probably love this episode. In fact, I promised her I would send it to her. So, Philip, if you if you can and take as long as you want, um, tell us about yourself, like where you're from, um, what you do, you know, for work, perhaps, and just a little bit about how you got started in the free speech movement. And then I'll have some other questions for you, but take it away. Well, I got started uh, back when, well, not necessarily getting started as a free speech activist, back when the uh, Nick, Nicholas Sandman guy he had, he had a little smirk mm -hmm. on his face and they all went after this kid a pile on. And it's like, oh, it's this little white boy wearing a red MAGA hat. All right, like, yeah, punch him in the face. Let's go after him. I was just like, what the heck is this? What is this? It, it just drove me insane. And I was just like, there's no way in hell I can be a Democrat. I can't support these people. I mean, I wasn't even like really interested in politics. I did vote for Donald Trump the first time around. And I also did the second time because honestly, everyone else was boring. And Donald Trump actually made me feel like an American patriot. He like awakened this fire inside of me. I was like, hell yeah, I feel proud to be an American. I love this. And all the other candidates, you know, it was just, it was like pressing a button. It wasn't like choosing a human being, you know, like robots. <laughs> Yeah, so um, with Nicholas Sandman, that really woke me up, and I'm just like, I have to get more involved. And then the first way I got involved was when I was talking to people online, and I put, posted a couple of videos of me wearing a MAGA hat, and then people started following me online, and then people were calling me racist, saying, I don't know what I'm talking about, because of the southern border. I said, you know what, I'm going to go to the southern border, I'm going to show you what it looks like. Because it is true, they can just walk right across, they can just swim right across. So sure enough, I go to the southern border, and I walk back and forth between, you know, the American side and the, Me and the uh, Me Mexico side, and I said, I told you so, the media's lying to you. Yeah, and the free speech part, that was when I started to see the censorship. It started with Alex Jones. Their excuse was, oh, uh, he's a conspiracy theorist. Total lie, total lie. I mean, he, he does push some conspiracy theories, don't get me wrong, but so does the last. Everyone. I mean, we're not human if we don't talk about some conspiracy theories. And by the way, 
They lied about hydroxychloroquine. They lied about the origins of COVID-19. They lied about the lab leak. They lied about the Lafayette clearing. And like they call all that conspiracy theories, but they ended up coming true. But anyway, the point I'm making is, is that they lied to get rid of Alex Jones because he was getting over a billion views per a month on YouTube alone. And that was more than like all the, all the news stations. So they want to get rid of him because he's one of the big guys who got Donald Trump elected. And they're like, oh, fine, it's conspiracy theories. Then they started going after Laura Loomer, Miley Yiannopoulos, and the other people. And then they started coming for the everyday American. With all the people who they thought had natural talent, you know, people like me. I don't, I'm not talented with a bunch of things. This is the one thing I can say. I'm really good when it comes to public speaking. I'm really, really good when it comes to... Uh, getting followers online you know i'm really good with posting viral videos uh and that's what they did they went after everyone and i got so angry i was just like you know i'm gonna stand up for free speech i'm gonna i'm gonna defeat jack dorsey and mark zuckerberg it's the last thing i do you know e- either i defeat them or i die but they're going down excellent so so you are a native of ethiopia correct yes sir okay so so tell our audience Coming from Ethiopia and coming to America, and I, I, I think someone told me that your your parents were uh, missionaries, I believe. But tell me or tell our audience, what? how does it feel to leave an area and then come to an area that is perceived to have free speech and maybe a little, a little more liberties than maybe Ethiopia? My, my, my uh, daughter-in-law is from Uganda. Okay, so I know a little bit about the area and I've been to Africa once. But... Tell our audience, how do you feel as a person raised in Ethiopia and now you're coming to America and now you're, you're starting to see this, this, uh, this, this assault on free speech? It is beyond infuriating. I can't even put into words how infuriating it is. The only reason I'm not charging there with an AR-15 right now is because I was raised by Christians. I'm against <laughs> violence that is unprovoked. I'm being serious, man. I come from Africa, Ethiopia, okay? Whenever they want to, they turn off the internet. You can't email, you can't phone call, you can't contact your family to even see if they're alive. And that's one of the things that I hated about living in Ethiopia, okay? The the power they hold over the people. It's not for the people, it's against the people. So then I come to America and I'm like, yeah, I have freedom. It's gonna bring us all together. May the best ideas win. May the best man win. Nope, they censor the ideas. They go after the man, they tell lies about the man, they censor all the ideas that prove their bad ideas to be bad. And it just, it just makes me mad. I see them shadow banning, censoring, demonetizing, and banning people. It's wrong, it's mass election interference. They ban thousands and thousands of Trump supporters off social media just days before the election. And this went on for years. And mm-hmm. no one held them accountable. And it made me so mad. And Fox News, you saw what happened with Fox News, that they're getting exposed. The other day I posted about how the day after Antifa knocked out my front teeth, how Fox, sorry, the, the day after that Antifa knocked out my front teeth, later that night, Fox News emailed me asking me to come on their show. And I said, okay, cool. Uh, and then they canceled. I'm like, why did you cancel? And that's the problem. They're controlled opposition. And with the, with the uh, story that came out from Project Veritas, people are really starting to see that. They're more interested. They're more, they value corporate interests more than the interests of their own viewers, the American people themselves. So, and 
independent journalists are the only ones you can really depend on nowadays, and they're getting censored. I was an independent journalist myself. Like, I post a video, and they would censor me, but some random guy on the internet, every time he takes a video, he posts it on Facebook, he posts it on Instagram, Twitter, wherever, and it get tens of millions of views. Every single time it would go viral. And they're like, how come you have like 46,000 followers or tens of thousands of followers when you post it, it only gets like a few thousand views. But when this dude with a hundred followers posts it, it gets six million views. It gets five million views, 11 million views. What is this? I'm just like, that's censorship. That's what mass election interference looks like. That's what stealing an election looks like. And that was only one of the contributing factors to how they stole the election. I'm not even going into the voter fraud. But the fact that the Republicans aren't doing anything about big tech, and they didn't do anything about big tech in the past, is ridiculous. Honestly, if you need to hold them accountable. You need to hold their feet to the fire to the point where you're saying, we're going to vote you out if you don't do something about big tech, because free speech is the number one issue. I think immigration is close behind it, but free speech, I mean, if you look at what happened, look at what happened with all the lies that were told. Thousands of people died. Thousands of people died because they weren't able to get their hands on hydroxychloroquine, okay? Because they mm-hmm. censored it. They lied about it. They said it would kill people. They took it. And because they censored the truth, people died. They would have lived. And I took hydroxychloroquine all my life growing up in Africa. And guess what? It didn't hurt me because it's safe. It's been safe for like 70 years. But they're, they're liars, man. <laughs> Sorry, I went off a bit. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's fine because people need to hear what you have to say. Now you mentioned I have a lot of things to ask you, but you mentioned uh, having your getting your teeth knocked out. Now I I recall when I was invited to come to this event, and I'll let you explain what this event is. And unfortunately, I was in Los Angeles visiting my son who was in college, and I said to myself, the person that invited me, I said, "You're going where? <laughs> You're going to to do what? Where? In San Francisco?" So if you wouldn't mind, explain how you 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 planned that and tell our listening audience what went down. The problem was with COVID-19, you weren't allowed to have the event indoors. You weren't allowed to have it in a more better location. There really weren't any good locations, but there had to be a place where we could all meet up. And so we did everything to try and keep Antifa from knowing exactly what we were doing. But at the same time, let Antifa and the Democrats know you're more than welcome to come as long as you're peaceful. You come up to the microphone and say whatever you want. Even if you want to walk at the microphone, call me every last name in the book. If you want to debate with us, that's fine. Just be peaceful. Is that what they did? No. They showed up in the hundreds and they viciously attacked. Uh, and it was a real disappointment. So what happened was is that uh, on Twitter... Twitter decided to let Berkeley Antifa and these Antifa people organize and spy on me and dox my friends and say, this is where they're going. Uh, we need to attack them, smash the fash. They tell lies about me, calling me a white supremacist. I'm just like, dude, I'm not even white. Are you kidding me? I mean, I'm not even kidding, man. And like, there's this one dude. I mean, like, he, he's seen in a picture with a cop. He's one of the speakers. He was seen in a picture with a police officer. And Antifa posts his picture standing next to the police officer and it's like, yo, this guy, he, he hates black people. He's with the police, he wants to oppress. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? You don't believe this shit that's coming out of your mouth. You just want to be violent. 
You just want to attack people, think differently than you. I call them out on it. And uh, sure enough, they lie. So they show up and uh, they attack. This is unfortunate everything. And they hit me from behind. They sucker punched me in the mouth. And um, then after that, they wait a couple days. They wait until the next day. And they're like, oh, well, he came to San Francisco to start violence. And they take this eight-second clip out of context from a two-minute-long video. I'm just like, dude, you, so you knock out a black guy's teeth literally while you're screaming at the top of your lungs, Black Lives Matter. And then the very next day, because you can't come up with a reason to why you did it, because there is no reason, there were no white supremacists there, and Proud Boys aren't even white supremacists, but even the Proud Boys weren't there. None of these people you're talking about were there. So they're like, oh, well, Philip Anderson, uh, he, he's the bad guy. He wanted to come beat people up. I'm like, really, really? Is that the reason why I have police and barriers and protections? And I invited you to come dozens of times peacefully. And they saw it. And people went and they scrolled all the way down through my Instagram for years and years. They saw how I invited them peacefully over and over. But they only looked for the for like the things they could use uh, to try and take me down. So they went all the way down like two years, scrolled down. That takes like hours to do, I'm pretty sure. And they're like, oh, well, he was banned on Twitter before. So then Twitter sees it. But then Facebook and Instagram see it and they ban me. I'm like, hold on, Facebook and Instagram did not ban me. Why are they banning me? I get banned by Facebook. I get banned by Twitter. I get banned by Instagram. All in the same night at the exact same time, okay? Coordinated efforts. It's pretty insane. All, I was literally on my Twitter account. And that's all I had left because they banned my Instagram account. So I post a video calling them out for banning my Instagram account, being like, this is literally the reason why we had a free speech event in the first place. You ban us without telling us why. All they told me was that I'm not allowed, that I can't sue them because they're a private company. And it was infuriating for them to literally say that word. For, like, I get this little message that says, you, basically, you can't sue us. They don't tell me what I did wrong because I did nothing wrong. I was the victim of a hate crime. And they ban me, but they don't ban the guy who knocked out my teeth. They don't ban the group that literally called for violence against us for months. Twitter just sat there watching it. They did nothing. Instead, they banned me. And it's, it's just ridiculous, really, it is. Yeah, I tell you what, for people who who heard what you just said, it may not, it may not, it may not, it may have not been clear, but you were standing in front of Twitter headquarters. You were standing yeah, in front because I know the area very well. I used to work in San Francisco and you're standing in front of Twitter headquarters. And when I was watching the video that Jaylene sent me, I'm seeing people throwing uh, like, like frozen bottles of water at you. I see rocks coming at you. I see, uh, you know, other type of like projectiles coming at you. And I see you and your, your crew dodging. And then I see Jaylene get in front of getting get in the face of someone standing about maybe 10 feet away. And I said to myself, man, this guy has some guts to go to the I call it ground zero of of Antifa and uh, those other groups, because Berkeley, like you said, Berkeley has a I want to say like a 20 year, 30 year track record of just doing things to people they don't like, because I almost went to that that college, that university. So I, I'm very familiar with, with Berkeley's history. But uh, I, I want to thank you for, for standing up and doing something that most people would not have done. 
I'm telling you. Because I, I was even kind of like, man, if I was in town, would I go? Because I know I know how San Francisco rolls. I was a club DJ down there. But let me ask you this other question. You mentioned the uh, Stella Emanuel and she's in Houston and you're in Dallas. And how was how did you feel about how they how they treated so many people that could have been their lives could have been saved if they would have had HCQ hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin based on what uh, Stella Emanuel talked about and Dr. Simon Gold talked about? It's infuriating. It, it, it is infuriating uh, because things could have been a lot better. But the thing was, they literally decided they were going to burn down America, make make things as bad as possible. We want as many people, we want as many Americans to die as possible. We're going to sensationalize it every single day. When you turn on the TV, you're going to see COVID-19. Literally, when you go on Facebook and Instagram, the first thing that pops up is COVID-19. They make a separate tab for COVID-19 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Like, even if you don't want to see anything about it, you're forced to see it. I know, like, that was was the plan. That was the plan, okay? That's what they were doing. And it was was frustrating. It it was just frustrating because they were saying, you, we're we're the only, we're the arbiters of truth. I'm like, well, if you're the arbiters of truth, then we're in serious trouble. Because all you guys want to do is get rid of Trump. You don't care if we live or die. You don't care if our houses stay standing or they're burned to the ground or if our businesses, you know, our statues. You don't care if it gets torn down. You, you just want Trump out. You don't care if entire cities die. You just want Trump out. So it is very infuriating. And the most infuriating part is they're censoring all the voices. The many, many voices that are like, this is bullshit. Stop burning down my city. You know, stop, mm-hmm. stop, uh, stop beating up all these white people just because they're white. And any critics of any narrative, like with George Floyd, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if this offends anyone, but it is the truth. If you put a knee on the back of your neck, on the back of someone else's neck, it's not going to kill them. You don't. You can try it at home, folks. I'm, I'm not kidding. I've already tried it. I'm going to try to get on camera because they're pushing this narrative. Let me, don't get me wrong. The knee on the neck, that was disgraceful. That, that was bad optics. And it shouldn't be done anyway. You can put the knee on his back. You don't put on the neck. But even in court, they're saying it's like on the like low, upper back or whatever. But th- that's the thing, man. They're, they're just trying to make it seem as bad as possible. COVID as bad as possible. All, oh, Black Lives Matter. And look at all these martyrs. I'm like, well, George Floyd, like that actually had some substance to it. But all the martyrs after him are straight trash. Like Hakeem Littleton pulled out a gun and he shot point blank at a police officer's face. And they made him. A, they made him a martyr. Then Amin, you know, like all these, all these different people. Uh, literally, they're sitting there waiting for the next black person to get shot. They don't care if he's a criminal. They don't care if he's like the black version of Adolf Hitler. If he gets shot by a police officer, they're going to go out. They're going to commit violence because the celebrities told them to do it and everything. And if you say anything against it, you get censored. You get banned. If you say anything against how they're pushing for. Uh, lockdowns, how they're pushing for uh, vaccines. First it was 15 days. 15 days to flatten the curve. That changed <laughs> real quick. You know? And I'm just like, at some point you have to realize that this thing is going to run its course. It's going to run its course. You can't have people sitting in their homes. You want me to wear a mask on my face? Fine. You want me to social distance? Fine. But only if you don't do the lockdown. But no, you do the lockdown. You do the lockdown. 
I'm just like, you didn't realize this isn't going to help. It's not going to help. There's going to be a wave after another wave. It's not going to just go away like that. But it was completely political. There was no logic to it. I'm like, listen, you can't snap your fingers and make this thing go away. You can't do that. But at the same time, you can't hide in your closet for the next seven months. That's retarded. You have to have common sense. But no, man, it was put on the mask, socially distance, uh, stay at home, like self-quarantine or else you're a Nazi. And also call the police on your neighbors. They have more than like three people over. This was insanity. Yep. It was total insanity. It really was. Yeah, I had a chance to go to uh, uh, East Berlin or East Germany when, when the two Germanys were uh, the two Ger- the, the Germany was separated into two countries, and I saw that communism stuff firsthand. Um, I have two more questions, but I want to talk about the greatest president the United States ever had, and, uh, and, I, and and in some respects, some people think Donald Trump is still the president. I'm one of those. So if you can talk about how you felt in the in the four years that Donald Trump was in office. Uh, he did a good job. It's just the problem was just because he is who he is and no matter what he says or how he says it, the media is going to say, oh, Donald Trump is blowing his dog whistles to the white supremacists. Like when he literally tells the Secret Service, good job of making sure these protests, these rioters and protesters didn't like rush the gates and barge into the White House and cut my head off. Like he basically made a post saying that. You know, not that they cut, you can see the point. Because these people wanted to push in past the White House fences and go into the White House and do some damage. And Donald Trump was in there. And guess what? Taylor Swift, Hollywood celebrities, the media, they're just like, oh, you're blaming us? I'm like, yes, we're blaming you, you jackass. Because you're, you're bl- reverting all this stuff down. You're trying to, like, what is this? White, White House down? Eagle down? Like, what, what is this, man? Like, you, you, this is ridiculous. You want to win so badly, you don't care if you storm the White House. Like, do you have any idea mm-hmm. how, how crazy you are right now? Like, that's how crazy these people got, man. And the media would back them up. They'd say, mostly peaceful. And I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. I was there. I was there. It was not mostly peaceful. There's unconscious people on the ground, okay? There's a dead person over there. I see smoke. Like, literally, this is video of C- on CNN with a CNN reporter where there's these buildings behind him on fire. And he says, well... Just a little bit of a mostly peaceful protest, a little bit of smoke. I'm just like, are you kidding me, man? Objective journalist, my ass. It is so (laughs) sick. I'm like, look, if Republicans are doing this, I'd obviously call them out on it, too, because I love this country. And I do believe in our republic. I do believe in us being able to come together. But Democrats are literally making that impossible because they're destroying free speech. They're destroying democracy. They're destroying... Election. I don't even know if we can trust the election. I don't think there was election integrity. I mean, they ignore the election laws. And on top of that, you know, Trump is winning. Then all of a sudden, this huge dump for Biden. Where did it come from? We don't know. And it happened in like five different states. And they stopped counting. That's never happened before. That makes no sense. If the shoe was on the other foot, there would be a civil war right now. I hope you know that. If oh, yeah. Biden was winning and the president count stopped and Trump went up. I guarantee you, BLM, all these people who are for gun control, they'd be picking up AR-15s, kicking down your door. Like, I'm not even kidding with you, bro. 
Like if mm-hmm. they would burn down the country over a crackhead who literally killed himself with fentanyl, imagine what <laughs> they do when they actually have a reason. You know, Im- imagine. Because these people aren't nearly as stupid as they pretend to be. They know exactly. the people they call white supremacists are not white supremacists. They know the people they call racists are not racist. But they pretend they go along with it because that way they can knock out your teeth in public. Because that way they can ban you all off the internet. And they tested the water. First was Alex Jones. Then was a couple of the dissidents that were getting big like Miley Yiannopoulos. And then they came for all the up, up, upcoming people. And then they came for all the normies, all the normal people, all the everyday people. And one thing I do want to say is that I will be having another big uh, free speech rally and protest against big tech in San Francisco. At this time, it will be indoors. It will be inside a church. We will be protected. The last time, it was really difficult, but it was too late. Uh, basically, people had already bought airplane tickets, and I was just like, we got to do this. we got to make it happen. I got the police uh, protection. I got the... Uh, I got the uh, permit. Everything I was doing was legal. The uh, the rioters or protests, or whatever. No, they were rioters. Honestly, <laughs> they did not mm-hmm. come to people. Oh, they were rioters. Yeah, they, all they did was attack and throw stuff and yell. There, there was no debate. There was no conversation. It was, it was either get get the f out of town or I'm going to kill you. And they wouldn't even let me leave. Like the police had to literally get get this like police van in there we all had to jump in the police van and then we had to storm away because these people wanted to kill us they're picking up rocks like rocks the size of like well i don't even know how to explain it like it, there's, it was about the size of like baseballs rocks, like, or bigger the size of your fist just mm-hmm. throw it our face and i'm just like and the crazy thing is it was the white guys doing it and these white guys yelling uncle tom coon uncle tom and it's like dude you're white you're yelling, like, I thought you were against race. I thought you were anti-racist. I thought you were anti-fascist. But the thing that makes me the most angry, truly, is you can't turn on your TV without getting indoctrinated with this Marxist, communist bullshit. You can't watch Netflix without getting indoctrinated, without your children getting indoctrinated. You can't go on to Disney Plus or Disney Channel without getting indoctrinated. They even have a, a uh, commercial for Kamala Harris running Ugh. on Disney Channel right now. I'm like, Ugh. what? This like... Oh yeah, the, the first female VP, person of color. I'm like, bro, 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 bro. It was not from qualifications. It was because she's a woman of color. That was it. She was losing to Andrew Yang back in her own home, back in her own home church. She's losing to Andrew Yang. Okay, as, like Andrew Yang was about to, to uh, replace her as a senator, and also she lost when she was running for president. And then Biden comes in and he's like, okay, I'll give you this job. Then all of a sudden, like, it's like, oh, she's, she's the best ever. And she's like, she's, she's a goddess. I'm like, no, she sucks. I'm like, what do you mean she's the best ever? It, it's like literally, as long as you fit the SJW point, they'll make you out to be like Jesus Christ or something. It, it's ridiculous. But anyway, yep. you can't watch Netflix, Disney, or even Nickelodeon. They have a commercial where they're like, no, actually the show where they're pushing drag queen story hour on you. And then you can't even go to school without having critical race theory shoved down your throat. And here's the thing. What pisses me off the most is Biden never said that he was going to be putting critical race theory in all our schools. He never said that he was going to have the borders wide open, that he was going to end catch and release. 
that he was going to bring even more loopholes, that he's going to have them uh, try to get asylum not in Mexico, but in America now. Literally, all these immigrants have to do, illegals have to do, is walk across our border, get arrested by Border Patrol on purpose, get their dates to come to court, and then they just don't show up. Every single person who comes across this border is getting in. They're not getting sent back. So he did, if he would have said those things, it would have been probably been a different outcome. But he didn't. And that's what makes me mad because, I mean, it was like a little white lie, like a tiny little lie would be one thing. But these are humongous lies. These are like poison pills so big you can't fit them into your mouth. Like, <laughs> so it's, it's, I'm being serious. <laughs> like, really? I'm like, we've been lied to before, but this now we're turning to a communist country where Antifa and BLM can go out and burn down America all year long. And then... American patriots who were inside the Capitol didn't break anything. We're literally invited in by the police. And we're telling mm -hmm. everyone while they're inside, be peaceful, be peaceful. All right. Like all these people they show where the, we're just like, oh, look how crazy they look. Even the guy, even Q Shawman was telling everyone to be peaceful. But that's not how the media portrayed them. But anyway, that's just the point I'm making. But anyway, they get they get 20 years sentences, 20 years in prison for trespassing. When Antifa is out here burning down police precincts, literally gunning down people, killing people, beating people to a pulp, breaking bones, beating people into a coma for an entire year. You know, literally kicking down fence gates of uh, private communities and then marching up in there and destroying like homes and stuff. And there's no penalty for that, but for trespassing. And there, we pay for it. It's the people's house. We call that for a reason. It's our house. Literally, our house. Now we're going to prison for it. It's, it's just ridiculous. I'm like, if you actually went in there to do something bad, sure, put them in prison. They're actually trying to kill a senator or something. They're actually trying to, like, start a fire. Sure, of course, I agree with that. But we're talking, like, 1% out of 99% of people there. And they lie. There were Antifa people in there. There's people from Portland I recognize in there. Uh, but they don't show it in the media. And that's what really, it's, it's really just upsetting, man. But the problem is, when it comes to free speech, we really are turning into a communist country where they're destroying free speech, where no matter where you go, you, you can't, you don't have the ability to effectively, to effectively make change. So I heard this loud car outside, beating this loud music. You don't have the ability to effectively make change. When something is wrong and you know it's wrong, normally you speak up and say, this is wrong. This needs to change. And the masses, with common sense, regardless of political affiliation, will most likely agree with you. That no longer exists. Twitter won't allow that to happen. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube won't allow it to happen. I want to give you an example of what happened to me. The day after Antifa knocked out my teeth, I already told you how they banned me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But it was worse than that. Google and YouTube manipulated their search results again to where if you search my name, at first there'd be hundreds of positive stories. I'm talking not just from America, from all over the world talking about me. Because it was the biggest story at the time. There wasn't really much going on. So when you see a black guy get his teeth knocked out while people are yelling Black Lives Matter and Antifa <laughs> did it, yeah, it goes huge. And like in Brazil, like even in freaking Asia, you know, and even like the, the uh, sun, in like London or Britain or wherever, everywhere. They erased it all. Hundreds of stories, okay? All the images and videos of me, they wiped off Google as well. YouTube did the same thing. They wiped everything, 
Google would only show the hit pieces on me. Call me like white supremacist. All, like literally articles written by Antifa. Like that's how stupid it was. And then YouTube did the same thing. They only showed the ones that were from like leftist, leftist uh, news networks. They didn't even get that many views, but like uh, Fox News talked about me. They didn't have me on because they're controlled opposition, but they mentioned me and that video got like 500, over 500,000 views. Then I was on OAN News and that got about 500,000 views. And when you search my name, it doesn't show up. You have to look up Philip Anderson OAN News. Now, actually, when you look that up, that doesn't, it doesn't come up anymore. And Facebook put false information fact checks on all the videos people posted of me getting my teeth knocked out, of me getting attacked, of me laying in the hospital bed. They said it was false information, I was missing my two front teeth. But when you press on that false information fact check, it wouldn't say anything about me. It would say, Donald Trump got in Marine One in this day, Chinese travel and resort hotel, you know, something about like canceling, like getting a trip, flights, whatever. Like, that's what they do. It's not a real fact check, but they put it on top of it to stop it from going viral, okay? So when you press on it, and I got pictures of it. So I send this wow. all to Fox News and saying, hey, I got it, and I got the info to put Google Google down for the count. I got the info to put YouTube down for the count. I got the info to put down Instagram, Twitter, Facebook down for the count. And they didn't reply. And now the same thing with that uh, Fox reporter who finally stood up went to Project Veritas and said, Fox uh, 26 or whatever is full of crap. Because they are. Like, literally, what Fox News should have done is every time someone was getting banned or censored, they should have put it front and center. Headline. Mm -hmm. Headline. They never did that. They waited until Donald Trump himself, the President of the United States, gets banned off Twitter. And then it's a headline. I'm like, you freaking retards! I've been telling you for years! That you gotta tell this is gonna happen if you don't talk about the censorship of bans. They're testing the waters when they ban Alex Jones. They're testing the waters when they go for the dissidents. They're testing the waters when they start banning all the normies. And they just they keep doing nothing about it. They keep doing nothing about it. They don't have the senators come on. They'll have like Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz come on their show. And they never ask them about free speech. They never say, what will you do to protect free speech? What will you do to stop their mass election interference? To stop big tech from stealing the election from Trump? Not even once. I'm like, what's the, what's, the, what's going on? Is the cat have, like, did you did you lose your balls or something, Fox News? Like that's controlled opposition. I like, why else would they be defending these people? Would they be defending big tech? Like, well, I tell you what. The... No, go ahead. No, no, you go. I've been going. I mean, ranting for. No, I, I tell you what, man. Uh, you have hit the nail on all the. On, you, you have hit the nail on all. I mean, all cylinders are firing based on what you said. That's why I just let you continue to talk because, I mean, you know what you're saying is like what you have seen and experienced for the last two to three, maybe four years since that um, that that uh, that South Carolina event or no that was charlotte was that charlottesville yeah that was charlottesville when that that oh yeah uh, they, they even blamed that for me they even blamed that on me too they said people that showed up to philip anderson's event were also seeing the charlottesville rally i'm like really mm -hmm. can you name them no we can't name them there was one person at my event who went to the charlottesville rally and he was a black man and he was an independent journalist at the time no he was not taking place with the freaking kkk waving a torch like, come on now, he's black. Like, they, they don't even mention that, though. They like to tell these lies. Trying to make it look like I'm, like, 
with all these evil people. I'm like, no, I would never associate with these people. I don't want to be with people who want to literally lynch me. Okay, they're not people who want to lynch me. They're not my friends. You've done that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I tell you what. Uh, I, I and just to give you some feedback. I think we're we're on the we are winning uh, slowly but surely as these election audits are being performed, and we see uh, these these news anchors blowing the whistle against their their companies which you know you got to think about this philip what kind of job can that be when every day you go to work you have to lie in front of the camera can you imagine what that's like going to work and you have to lie to to your to your local audience well there's only two reasons why i do that in the case of fox news it's because it's about money it's about you know the higher up. In the case of uh, the left-wing outlets, you know, like uh, NBC News, CNN, yeah, money as well, but mostly to push their agenda. They yeah. actually enjoy doing what they're doing because they're pushing their agenda. They want critical race theories in their school, critical race theory in your school. And that's just the beginning, folks. If you don't put your foot down and say this shit has gone on for long, way too long, it's going way too far, we never asked for critical race theory. We never voted for that. And by the way, the vast majority of the country disagrees with critical race theory. But they want to try and dumb you down and keep pushing it down, pushing, make you feel guilty. Feel guilty. Feel all this white guilt so we can put this in there and uh, indoctrinate your children into hating this country and to vote into voting Democrats for the next like 100 years. Keep voting Democrats in the party. That's what it is. They want your children to go to school and learn to be a Democrat. They want your children to turn on the TV to watch a cartoon and learn to vote Democrat. They want your children to go on social media and learn to be a Democrat. That's what's happening. So when they talk about like, oh, like democracy matters, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? You destroyed it. I can't yeah, go exactly. anywhere without getting fat in my face, without getting slapped in the face for being a Christian, for God's sake, in a Christian nation. I can't even yeah. call it a Christian country now. That people being like, oh, you're a bigot. You're not a Christian country. I'm like, yes, it is. Well, I tell you what, man, look, I'm going to go ahead and uh, can you give people the best way of contacting you? I know that you're on Gab now, and so am I. So is that the best way for people to connect with you? Uh, yeah, you can go on Gab and look up Team, Team Save America, Team Save America. And that's me on Gab. Uh, pretty friendly on there. Sometimes they go off. The good news is there's, it's free speech. So you don't have to watch every single little word you every single little word you say. You can actually say what you mean. Because that's the thing. The left can say whatever they want. But we have to watch every single letter. It's ridiculous. And even then, it's not good enough. Yeah, the good news, like I said, I think we are winning because uh, based on the election, and even though they cheated, there are more of us than there are of them. And that's across the board in every sector. I mean, I call CNN little CNN because it's, there's, there's not enough of them. And I think they just, they just have the powerful you know, microphone and video camera. But there are, in my estimation, for every one of them, there's like four or five of us. We just have to tell our brains that we outnumber them. Oh, yeah. And guys, something I really want you all to think about with how bad the corruption is. So everyone was saying for the past three years, four years, uh, Donald, Donald Trump is going to get reelected. He's not going to lose. 
that's impossible. And then the impossible happened. COVID-19 came and wrecked everything. These riots happened and wrecked everything. And no one could challenge the narrative. No one could say, no, that's not what it is. Why is that? Because this was planned. This was perfectly executed to sink the ship, or to at least fool people into thinking that Donald Trump lost the election due to these reasons. The public actually woke up and saw, well, hold on, where are the Hong Kong protesters? What's going on? Tens of millions of Hong Kong protesters disappear overnight. Oh, and this this uh, virus leaked. No, first they said it came from bats or wet. Sh- no, it came from the wet shop and bat soup. Then it came from, you know, I don't know what else. They said all these different things it came from, but they always said it did not come from a lab, but it did come from the lab. And then after they finally say, well, it's probable it came from a lab, they said, well, it came from a lab, then it was an accident. It was an accident, then why did you cover it up four freaking times? Why do you lie over and over and over about the origins? Why is that, you know? Because yep. honestly, this was, done, this was done on purpose. Look at who benefited. China benefited like no other. Number one economy in the world. They get over this so fast. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they had a cure to this. Because let's think mm-hmm. about it. These people can build a skyscraper in 53 days flat. Okay? Two to three months this straight, they can build skyscrapers. These huge buildings. I'm not even kidding. They're not mm-hmm. like this. These people get shit done. So when you're telling me that China's responsible for the biggest mistake in the world, I don't, I don't believe you. I'm sorry, I don't. They did that on purpose, and Trump knew it. But if he was going to call out China, they're going to freak out and think, oh, Trump wants to go to war with China, so he can't win the election without, if he wants to go after China. So he has mm-hmm. to try and deal with this and deal with the rioting. It was the perfect storm, all right? It really was. And the Democrats got what they wanted, too. Yeah, and it, it, it's, it's, it's infuriating. It really is because people are waking up to it. There's no way that this was all done by mistake. They wanted this to happen. Why? Why would they lie about hydroxychloroquine? Why do they lie about any alternatives aside from waiting for a vaccine? It's unprecedented. People need help now. We well, can try hydroxychloroquine. No, you can't try hydroxychloroquine. You can't try that either. You can't drink that. You can't eat that. You can't swallow that. It's just like you want people to die. You're cheerleading for people to die. You and the celebrities are telling everyone to burn down, to burn down, just to go crazy. You saw they're fueling the flames. I've never seen anything like it in my entire life, what these celebrities are doing. They kept saying, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. I'm like, I'm like I heard you the first three months, okay? Like, you've never done this before, not even over Martin Luther King. And like, mm-hmm. George Floyd, no Martin Luther King. I'm telling you, dude, this was a steal. This was a steal. These powerful elites were in on it. You're not gonna, you're not gonna tell me. I'm not gonna believe anything different, okay? Because how can this, this, how can this shit doesn't happen when anyone else was present? How can this yep. happen right before the election? Let me tell you something. Uh, there weren't any cities burning down the first three and a half years that Donald Trump was president. Oh, but right when the election coming up, cities burned down. There wasn't any never, never un- before seen unprecedented virus going around. Uh, the last three years that Donald Trump was president, oh, all of a sudden there's a virus that's going to ruin everything and going to screw him over. Like, honestly, man, I had no idea how corrupt the U.S. regime was. And now I realize that Donald Trump, like, I had small doubts about that. Maybe he's not completely authentic. This proves me 1 million percent authentic, if anything. 
That's right. And he still won the election. He still got, you know, uh, eight, you know, 75, 80 million votes and probably more than that, Philip. So anyway, man, I'm going to go ahead and uh, well, I just want to thank you for being on the, on the show today. I'm going to upload this link. You should get it in about an hour. And I want to thank you. And you got my phone number. So call me anytime you want to come on and talk about something. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Man, and, and I tell you what, man, you are king free speech. Have a good oh, night. Thanks. thanks for letting me rant on. I appreciate it. Oh, no, I, I enjoyed it. Take care. You too, man. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.